there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one blessed page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, to about seven, well, blessings are front and center, especially the one great joyous blessing that we recite under the canopy at a wedding. Have a listen. It is taught in another baraita. One recites the benediction of the grooms in the house of the grooms and the benediction of the betrothal in the house of the betrothal. With regard to the benediction of the betrothal, what formula does one recite? Ravin Barav Ada and Rabba Barav Ada both said in the name of Rav Yehuda, Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who sanctified us through his mitzvot and commanded us concerning the forbidden relatives and prohibited to us those women who are betrothed and permitted to us those women who are married by means of the wedding canopy and betrothal. Rav Aha, son of Rava, concludes the blessing in the name of Rav Yehuda. Blessed are you, Lord, who sanctifies Israel by means of the wedding canopy and betrothal. So beautiful, so complicated, and when we encounter on this here show matters of such great beauty and complication, there is one man and one man alone to whom we turn our lonely eyes. He is our teacher and our friend, Rav David Bashevkin. How are you doing, my friend? Liel, what an absolute joy to be with you today, and our listeners may not appreciate this or know this, but we are actually Zooming, so I can see you for one of the first times ever. We usually speak by phone, but it feels like when we talk about union, when we talk about relationships, uh, to be connected by video uh, really gives an intimacy and a closeness that we don't normally have. Amen, so I think Sela. it's quite apropos. This this passage is one of the most foundational passages that we speak about uh, and that we really say under every Jewish canopy. And it's a strange blessing when you think about it. The blessing of Kiddushin, which we'll speak about in a moment what that is, but it's a blessing that basically is thanking God for prohibiting all other forbidden relationships onto you. And it's like a weird thing to say under the chuppah, like when you do your vows, I would think, why not... I don't know, like talk about what this person means to you or what is unique to the person, you know, you, I, I love the way you make me laugh. I love the way that you, um, I don't know, when we go on trips together, instead we look at the betrothed and I right, say- By saying, well, I, uh, thank God I can't have my neighbor's wife. Yeah, That's exactly. Weird. It's a strange vow, but actually, it really gets to the very foundation of Jewish marriage. Now, many people may not be sensitive to this, but it is at the very foundation of this tractate, which is that a Jewish marriage is really two stages, two distinct stages that we interrupt in a traditional Jewish marriage. And we should probably do a full episode just going through every step of the marriage. But the first stage is called Kiddushin, which means to sanctify. When you go to a Jewish wedding, they make a blessing on a glass or a cup of wine, and they make the blessing that we just said. That is called Kiddushin, the sanctification ceremony. Then they usually have like a little interruption when uh, sometimes they read the ketubah, sometimes they have a speech, 
And then the second part of the marriage, which is the formal actually nisuin, which means kind of the elevated union of the marriage itself. Why is this the bracha, the blessing that we make on the first stage? Because at the heart of Jewish marriage is this two-stage process in how we sanctify the literal words of Kiddushin itself, how we sanctify marriage. And that is, we don't go into a marriage and have the sense that this is practical or pragmatic or this kind of like worked out that we're here at the same time. In order to have the sanctity of marriage, you need to look at one another that this was the only possibility in the entire world. You need to look at one another and almost clear your schedule and say, you are the only person I can be in front of. No one else makes sense. Literally. No one else in the world exists but you, because everyone now is prohibited. A lot of times in modern relationships, we actually find the exact opposite. You know, you and I uh, unfortunately model this behavior where, you know, when we want to get together, and we always want to get together, but it's never convenient, it's never easy, and we'll always say to each other, like, oh, let's try to make it work, Some one of these days, you know, and like, It's not going to work because we didn't sanctify that relationship. We didn't clear our schedules where the only people we can be with is this friendship and each other. So if the stars align and we bump into each other and I happen to be in the city, you happen to be in New Jersey, okay, it works out. That's not the, the, the methodology for sanctifying a relationship. The way you sanctify a relationship is the first step is you look at each other and you say, I want to create a moment where it has to be you and I. We have to be the only two people who exist. The only way to do that is that first stage of Kiddushin, is where you clear your schedule and say, the only person I can be with is you. The only person who exists as a possibility for marriage now is you. And that is the first stage of a sanctified relationship. You know, it's very interesting. We find a parallel to this when it comes to learning Torah. And you'll permit me to for this brief digression, but I'm on the video with you now. I get to see that beautiful Liel Punim. So I, I'm almost like forced to prolong our discussion because I enjoy looking at you so much, even though our listeners only get the audio, but I have this privilege of getting to really feel connected to you right now. But when we study Torah, you know, there's something very interesting. Aside from the obligation and excitement to study Torah every day, there's a separate idea that we're supposed to set aside time every day, the same time every day, to study Torah. What is known in the language of the Talmud uh, that's discussed in Tractate Shabbos on page 31a, which is Kavata Itim La Torah, setting aside a specific time to study Torah. And Rabbi Soloveitchik asks, like, I don't get it. Like, I learn the whole day. Why do I have to set aside time? Like, I learn every day. I finish the daf every day. I listen to take one. I'm a devout listener. Why, aside from that, I have to set aside a specific time? And Rabbi Soloveitchik says something very beautiful. He says, 
This is the same idea of sanctifying a relationship, of kiddushin, that first stage of marriage, this blessing where we acknowledge the prohibition of all other relationships. Because what we are saying when we set aside time to learn, 9.30 in the morning, 8.30 at night, whenever that time is, it doesn't matter. We say right now in this moment, the only thing on my schedule, the only relationship that exists is me and Torah, is me and, and, and scholarship and self and self-development and growth. And that is the first stage of any sanctified relationship. We look at our schedule, and not because it's practical, not because it's pragmatic, not because we bumped into each other on the Upper West Side, but because right now in this moment, you, this mm. relationship, is the only other thing that exists in my life. Rabbeinu David Bashevkin, as always, you have given me a sense of purpose and mission. And may we always set times to speak and study together. Thank you so much for being our guest. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.